How is everyone this fine June evening? We're back. Blessed be the Fruit Loops. Uh, that's a whole other podcast. Well, I should save that beginning for that. It has nothing to do with what about to talk about. But I am thinking about June and Offred. And that's how you got to the Blessed Be yes, under his eye. and Pride Ooh. Month. Everyone, happy Pride Month uh, for all of our... Uh, trans and bisexual and gay and queer and intersexual and pan and otherwise to be determined and just people who don't even want a fucking title. Did um, they have the happy did, the one month they try to give y'all? Did they have their the parade? I remember up in time, Hollywood yet? They have a lot of. I think they yeah. Did. I don't know when the pride parade know. is. I can't. You know the reason I don't go is not because I don't support. There's no parking. Hell yeah, y'all! I will support you over here. I ain't, mm-mm. I'll, sc- uh, I'll Skype in. I love y'all. Been supporting the rights since the back of the day, but now I'm not not driving that shit. Also, I feel kind of, kind of like uh, it's it's their it's their gig, you know. Love pose. By the way, we're gonna do a podcast on pose. We just watched the first two episodes this morning. Hello, holla. Favorite character so far is Pray Tell. Thank yeah, you I have to say for that too. Tale. Also, love me some Angel. Love me some Blanca. Love me some Electra. Love me some Lil Poppy. Who's Angel? Angel's uh, the girl that Evan Peters is into. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. And then Blanca is the, the Trump boy has a fetish as he walks up the panties, uh, the panties fetish steps. Ryan Murphy, he's got the secret sauce. And he works in the Trump Tower. He does. He's got the secret sauce of the Big Mac. It's not deep, yo. He's not doing Mr. Robot. He's not doing the Americans. Ryan Murphy knows where he is in place and time. Get your money, Mr. Murphy. And thank you also for representing trans people. Thank you, everybody, for having a trans show that's about trans people with trans stars. But can we talk about the billing? Okay, when I get to pose, I will go off on the billing about Evan Peters and uh, Kate Mara, whatever her name is, being at the top. I, I understand. It's like a it, – it's, it, it's a – It's a little bit of a white straight washing. It's head washing. Sorry. Yeah, but, but we'll I mean – I mean, when, when we do yeah. pose, I will I – will, because I have to watch the entire series to see where it ended up. I know you need a series to be carried by names. We'll get into it. Anyway, this podcast is about staircase. You, staircase. You're like, bitch, why I'm showing up for staircase? And you're talking about pose and other things. I hear you. I'm sorry. Look, at least you didn't have to sit through 15 minutes of uh, Blue Apron or Stamps.com or all the sponsors we don't have. <laughs> okay. All right. So chill the fuck out. Now, I used to say, I used to say this up and down. I say these two things that are actually not true. I don't watch reality and I don't watch true crime. I'm discovering several things about myself and I want to be perfectly honest. These are the things that I've discovered so far in 2018. These are the things I know about myself. That the government is fucked up. And whatever y'all think, you even if you voted for him, you know he's fucking up. You know this is not the America you want to live in. Two, I'm not really feeling baby boomers. You feel, oh yeah, you've, you feel, you've been going off on that. You for feel? I mean, I was on days. I was on everybody's side for a long time, 
But I'm starting to see what the millennials are saying about y'all. You're entitled and loud, and you've not really contributed to anything, but you have contributed to the ruination of the country and helped scoop out the middle class. And you're dicks. Sorry. I'm Gen X. I'm on the cusp of I I, uh, affiliate with Gen X. Um, Y'all need to check yourself. Because you wrecked it. You wrecked it, and we're done with y'all, and we're ready for y'all to pass away or be a part of the solution. Fuck y'all. Other things I've learned about myself. (laughs) Other things. And go millennials. Y'all change the world, man. Y'all change the world behind you. And us Gen Xers, we love you guys. And you're not checking your Snapchat. I don't give a fuck. You know, whatever. You know what? Check your Snapchat. Ride your bird. Vape. Whatever. I mean, take care of yourself. This is a change we need to embrace. I'm cool with y'all. I don't hate y'all. Seriously. Kill the diamond industry. Kill big box stores. Go hound them with your bad self. I might the old Gen X and me is like shit. Kill it with boycotting. They they're ghosting entire bullshit. I lost my train of thought though. Uh, the other thing is the other thing I've learned about myself is that um, I just I'm here for change and I'm here for looking at things from all sides, right? So. The staircase has been called the Citizen Kane of documentaries. It first popped up in, what, 2005. Then it came back around 2013. And now it's back in 2018. It's kind of a case that wouldn't really it die like in Durham. Serial before a serial and jinx before jinx. Way before. Yeah. Way before Durst. Way before. You're right. That's what they were calling it, jinx, right? The jinx. Way before that, way before making a murderer for the making keepers. Making a murderer, that's right. Right? And before Serial with Adnan and all that stuff. This thing was right there. And that's watching this. That's a trip that they were able to pull this off in 2001. 2005. But yeah, yet they started. They, like, it's 2001 because yeah. that's during the trial, initial trial. What I have not done. I still feel like I'm going to listen to this podcast and go back. I was trying to make some salient points at the beginning of this. I'll just do it on the, um, I'll do it somewhere on the website. It doesn't matter what I think about a bunch of anything. Okay. So back to, <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter what I think. Come Close on. Close your y- ears now. Y'all have your own opinions about all of this stuff. I mean, basically the point of the podcast is like, we're having a conversation with y'all, you know? And only two of us can be heard in the moment. But I feel y'all. Y'all say stuff out in the ether. And I'm like, I track that. Okay, so I'm watching The Staircase. I I had followed it loosely. You had no clue or concept about it. Didn't care about it. If you hear the clatter of um, glass against plastic. Come on. I mean, ice against. We're drinking wine. I just want to, like, share that we're drinking wine. It's it's hot today. We're having some wine. Um they can hear it. These mics are good, even though I got them on Amazon six years ago. Okay, so uh, back to the staircase. So we think that we know what went down, and it, it, it it's as as divisive as any true crime series can be. It's it's divisive as season one serial, divisive as one of the other biggies. Um, oh my god, I lost track. Was making a murderer? Yeah, like divisive. a lot of people just Jinx really wasn't. 
I mean, motherfucker just committed. He just he. He just like jinxed himself on that. Right. So staircase also as is as divisive, right? And I understand why it's divisive. And I understand why everyone feels the way they feel. I do. I really do. Because Michael Peterson I'm not going to tell you guys what happened. I don't want to I don't want to super spoil it for you. You need to go and like watch what happened. But essentially his wife Kathleen ends up at the bottom of some stairs in their home in their McMansion in Durham and the question becomes out of the gate from the get-go is did she fall or was she killed? Now because I'm watching this from a different point of view. I covered, I was in the news business for a long time. I was in local news and then I went to CNN, right? Uh, look, before y'all get all crazy, it was back in the nineties. Um, before I got like, like pre OJ and then OJ and then I was out. So I, I for a, a period of time in my life, I was actually trying to be a real subjective, I mean, a, Oh, there's a trip up. Objective journalist. Like really trying to see the northeast, west, and south of news. Um, people are like, oh, you were subjective. I mean, we're all human beings. And so I guess that's a good place to jump off here is watching this, I got a certain type of feeling about Peterson. And then watching it again with you, Skating the first episode, last episode, kind of tripping around. I'm kind of like everybody else. I'm conflicted about what happened. What is what is the the public opinion about it? Have you have you? It's all over the place. Like I'm really? telling you, like it's it's very right down the middle. It seems like oh. I didn't read a whole lot about it. I purposely didn't go out and read a whole lot about it. I did read an interview with a director of this Jean-Xavier de Restrade. And he talks about how it feels like it's one-sided because at one point law enforcement stops cooperating with him. That he has more access and all access to Mike and David and all of the guys, all of the players on his team. And he has little to no access to the opposition. And ideally, if you're making a documentary, this is not what you want. You want everybody to be able to, like, say shit. And for the longest time, you heard from the sisters. You heard from Kathleen's sisters. And they did. Everybody started out, this was an accident. There's no way in hell. What turns this case is that Mike Peterson is bisexual and I don't think that's a unicorn I believe that bisexuality exists I don't want anybody in the community to think that I'm dissing anyone in queer or gay or any other designation or affiliation or spirituality or, or whatever I'm just saying for a man who was born in the time that he was born he saw himself as bisexual where I think Mike is a problematic persona is that he comes off as arrogant, condescending, 
And I am most dev not convinced that his wife knew that he was bisexual and yeah. had lovers. Yeah. Even like though serious, even though serious like serious escort lovers. Even though he uh, initially alludes to you know, it, what did he say it was um it was opaque. Oblique. Oblique. And um I don't think Kathleen Peterson knew. And then later on just by what he's saying, he admits that she didn't know he hid it he admitted to hiding that looking at the stain on his lips and i know it well i think the because we're had, drinking he had some red wine red red you know? wine and don't even get me started on the the do not choose that leonard Cohen song uh to go out on and in episode 13 of this entire conclusion if you haven't listened to the rest of the lyrics it was, yeah it was a little bit weird i think that john xavier kind of went what are you talking about like part of it like kind of bolsters your case but then you didn't listen to the the rest of it which is my problem with mike peterson is that there's there's this typical male attitude i'm sure he's a sensitive guy i'm sure he has been a great father wonderful friend I haven't read any of his novelists, but because of the way he talks, he feels like in his one writer to another. I feel like the guy um, does have a talent with words. The problem is, and I think a lot of people's problem with Mike is that he's just way too smug for his own good. Well, it's, what's weird is like he even said when they were talking about cost early on, and he's like, "How how can anyone afford to?" Right. defend themselves and i mean he's like he's, oh yeah he's that's, saying that's like, a whole almost another, another podcast about he's like, saying he's saying like this honest truth and yet he is so smug about you know how he'll be exonerated i feel like we're skittering around like so he had he criticized the cops as a columnist in the newspapers in durham Okay, so he's already made himself a, a target. He's run yeah. for a, he had a mayoral, a failed mayoral campaign in 1999. So here's a man who's written some books, who thinks he knows a thing or two. He lies about his injuries in Vietnam. It was actually a car accident after the fact, and not in Vietnam. Which I don't know. I am not going to throw any stones at this because I'm not a person who's gone to war, or served. But just gotta say, fuck, dude. Like, don't lie about that just to sell a book like just tell the fucking truth about yourself but you know again different generation but i just like kind of feel like he set himself up as a target i'm gonna say all these things to say that mike peterson i don't know him personally i feel like we got to know him a little bit but he seems like kind of fucking arrogant and misogynist and he was closeted and i also understand why he was closeted but if he had this "Quote unquote idyllic relationship with his wife." Could he have talked about the bisexuality? People posit that that was what spurned him to allegedly kill her uh, the night of the accident. I gotta say, after looking at all of it, and we only have forty minutes that we want to really spend on this tonight because the staircase has been talked about and talked about and talked about. My feeling after covering. Local news back in the day coming up, radio news before that, CNN and, and other aspects of, and mostly some pretty, like, again, I've covered stuff that, let's just say I'm not an expert in anything, but I've covered enough trials and enough 
news to know. And we all, even fuck me, like we just have a blank kind of feeling about people a lot of times. I just don't, I don't have Mike as killing Kathleen. I don't. I don't feel that he did. I feel like he's unlikable. I feel like he's arrogant. I feel like he throws these kind of emotional diatribes in when it should just be a regular response as a human being, which we do get as well. He gets in his own way so many times that we can't see that the guy probably didn't do this. They were probably lousy drunk. She goes to fall because, again, I've covered crime scenes and crime in the past. If he beat her to death, and they say after the fact or along the way that it was strangulation, I don't, I'm not feeling it on Mike. Well, because here's the thing. Here's my thing. I want to say this one thing, and people are going to like shout me down and come on, tell me what you think. I have not looked a whole a lot about this case, but this is me watching the series. And coming away from, if this guy is this egomaniacal and this narcissistic, which I think those are traits in his wheelhouse, I feel like he would find a better way to murder his wife if he was going to murder her. And I do agree with the experts like Henry Lee and Werner, I don't know Werner's last name, um, that they, they were like, this doesn't, it just doesn't follow the science of a fall. No matter how you feel about Mike Peterson, that police force, because they were presidential, they did not like Mike. He's easy not to mi- to like. He's already yeah. Attacked he criticized the, the police. Yeah. They showed up and made him a major suspect, yeah. and he was an eager, easy target to get rid of. You can go with that theory and say this guy did not do himself any favors, and she tripped going up that third step in flip flops in the dark having wine and having some Valium and slips and falls as someone who has drank a lot in the past and fallen down. I can see that that could happen, right? I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that she slipped and felt and had those egregious because you had experts who actually did the real science of proving yeah, that. I mean, the thing is, is that regardless of, and this is how you look, you're looking at it objectively is that according to this pod, uh, this uh, series you're looking at the facts and the facts don't add up and mm-hmm. then no also finding out that the the state fabricated yeah there's a, there's a question facts. of SBI agent Deaver and also you know who did this numerous times didn't test things that the way things should be tested or tested them in a way that got the result that he wanted, which is not science. Now, here's the thing. If you, if you for a second, here's my question. If you really think that Mike Peterson is this piece of shit who murdered his wife, I would have just done the due diligence to prove that he literally killed her. It should have been fairly... Do the, do the, right. the, yeah, the proper detective work, and it, you would have had it. But so here's... And, and, and again, I can, always, I can always hear Kathleen's sisters, Lori... And um, Candace saying, fuck you. This is my sister. He murdered her. Look, I get you. If this is my loved one. Exactly. 
I'd feel I would doggedly to the end of my days pursue the person whom I believe killed my the love of my life or my sister or my seriously I I actually it's not that I think that they're the bad guys at all I totally understand their reaction mm-hmm. I totally understand it's that totally they're, natural they're all because Rudolph is not likable David Rudolph is very not likable yeah and Mike Peterson not my cup of tea either and then when you get shown those pictures you're like what the actual fuck would I be like thinking the way that Candace and Lori and Caitlin are thinking there is such a huge possibility they have the right to to think that way absolutely what what broke down was the the legal system I think that yeah and I guess that's my biggest problem here is that okay so to be absolutely fucking sure that Mike Peterson is guilty, 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 guilty. And let's go for death penalty, okay? Or I don't know if North Carolina has had death penalty in 2001. Or at least, yeah, murder one. Or murder one. I'm just saying, like, I would make sure that I cross my eyes and dotted my T's to make sure that we nailed this motherfucker. Here's, the, here's where those guys fucked up. It, they faked evidence out. Mm-hmm. And People you, perjured yeah. the fuck out of yeah. themselves. And you even, if you have a strong case, guys, if you honest the fuck, you hire Henry Lee. You hire the experts to come yeah. in and prove your case. You don't get Deaver to come in as he's done in the in the the Taylor case. Get your 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 Mark Furman. Right. You know? You don't do that. Yeah. If you have a case to be made, dude, if you are righteously indignant and correct, I got to say, Rudolph said something. He said, when you find this to be like shadow of a doubt, it's the beginning of an investigation and not the end. Yeah. Now, did I go through all those boxes of blah, blah, blah? But as the series go on and law enforcement cuts contact with the filmmakers, look, they're under no obligation to participate with a documentary. Under no obligation. But the deeper thing for the SBI was very embarrassing. And poor Orlando Hudson, this judge from the very beginning, he's been here from the bitter beginning to the bitter end. You can see it in his eyes. He just wants this to end. And he himself admits at the end of the documentary in episode 13 in 2018, he's like allowing the Germany case where, you know, the best friend, the adopted daughter's mother who fell at the end of a staircase was prejudicial. Yes, it was. Deaver's testimony, which turned out to be false, was prejudicial. And even David Rudolph wants to step away from this case at some point. Everybody is so exhausted. So forget for a second, just for a second, with no disrespect to Kathleen, who is no longer with us, who can't tell us what actually happened to her. Forget that for just a second. This case, once again, reminds us how scary the process is yeah and how you're hanging out with your loved one you're chilling they fall down some steps and if you're brown if you're a person of color we don't even have a documentary about it yeah you're done you're fucked you're convicted 
no one would even bother showing if up you, and doing a if documentary you even about make your it ass. To trial, exactly. If you're not shot in the street, or you're just held without any kind of trial indefinitely, yeah. right? So let's just talk about the the documentary that's not getting made about that, right? But you're white and you have access to dough. Like this was scary as fuck because I feel like. Whether you think Mike Peterson did it or didn't do it, I feel like the state and the police were like, fuck this. Yeah. Well, you even saw it. You saw Because he criticized the police yeah. in his column in the newspaper. You saw it. You saw it on those detectives and the DA. They were, they were just as smug. I mean, they had their yes, theory locked. And it was. Yeah, we're not going to bother. It was like. They didn't even investigate. It was they already made up their mind. It was lazy. It was lazy. And it was also, it was disturbing. And it scares the shit out of me. I was just like, fuck, man. But, but. If the system has an axe to grind against you, watch the fuck out. Right? It will just... I'm just, It'll crush you. I'm actually scared even saying that out loud. Shit. Fuck. Oh, man. Maybe we should edit that out. Bleep. Fuck, dude. But again, I'm... But then again, weren't there. Didn't go through all those boxes yeah. of evidence. Now, at the end of it, after... Okay, so David Rudolph refuses at one point to even want to go forward. He's just... Mike goes off and serves eight years in prison. And then we find out that Deaver, the SBI agent, has just falsified and, and, and numerous other egregiences with evidence. And so this man gets off of his... He'd served 17 fucking years in prison, and he gets out. And so that opens the doors for all these other cases to get overturned because Deaver is involved and Susie Barker's involved and all these others. So you just think... Holy shit. This is, you know, this is an opening that I have to say that I think David Rudolph had a second wind. He's going to come in, but he asked, he asked at that time, he asked Mike to, to ask him to offer it at that time. He asked him then in 2013, he said, all this new information has come to light. Everybody's exhausted by all these new cases. Orlando... Hudson is presiding over all of these cases. He's exhausted. And the arrogance that comes out of Mike is, and is it arrogance? If you think that you're, if you believe that you're innocent, would you do what Mike did? I don't know. I probably would have. He says, I refuse to plead guilty in 2013. And, but he's, then, yeah, but, and he's under house arrest for, yeah. for almost two years. And in... Rudolph is like, I can't, I don't want to, if you're going to go to trial, I want, I can't do another trial. And Mike is exasperated with him because Mike is the, the wrongly accused guy in his mind. And he can't believe that his old pal doesn't want to like roll forward with him. And I see it from David's side as well. It's like, it's, it's pissing in the wind, brother. There's only one of me and so many lives I want to live. And he had also transferred to Charlotte. He'd gone from, uh, David had gone from um, Durham to Charlotte. So it is practice there. So I don't know. The thing about the staircase is 
I don't feel like I can feel one type of way about it at all. My gut, and, and again, it's gut, is despite how Mike comes off as a closeted man, and I don't believe his wife knew yeah. at all, that he had, he was seeking sex with men. Again, that's that doesn't equate that you're not okay. For me, maybe it's the way I'm made. For you to have like sex with with men and be in be closeted doesn't automatically translate to murdering your wife. Yeah. I don't know that Kathleen would have discovered. I don't think that Kathleen was searching, but we don't know what Kathleen was looking for. And I don't know that everything we're saying isn't just horse shit. And she found out and he tacked her on the head some way. And it didn't cause her brain to swell or skull fractures, which is typical by all the experts saying that we know the top in the field that if this was a crime of passion and he fucking bashed her head in, you would have a swollen brain and skull fractures. The evidence would have been different. It would have been different. Her falling... And the thing that I was surprised was like, I mean, I, was, I thought she fell down the stairs. There, they, when the experts went in there, they were just talking about three stairs. Right. And they showed how the back of those head injuries would be consistent with that. And they actually show you a model of how that happens. Yeah. But junk science and here's the problem. And, and it's something that Mike does say. The one thing that I just 100% agree with Mike, he says it kind of early on. He goes... We'll never know. This has become about me. This has become about the opposition. We'll never know what happened to her. And I don't believe that he was saying that in a tongue-in-cheek, like, oh, you won't catch me. You won't, yeah. I I know it's very controversial to say this about this particular thing, because who the fuck am I? And I agree, who, people who cast that at me. Who the fuck are you? You're absolutely right. I'm just not feeling Mike for this. I guess the only thing that I can offer up is that I covered some pretty heartbreaking, gut-wrenching crimes back when I was in TV back in the day in a small southern town. And I was always shocked that people who loved each other could do horrendous things. And I was also shocked that people who got nailed for it didn't do it at all. And you could feel that they were getting prosecuted because people just picked the low-hanging fruit. And you could see it in their face like they would just proclaim their innocence and have to plead out later. But you had a feeling about them that they didn't do it. Because of the way they protested, the way they, and I would always say, if I didn't do it, would I be feeling that way? Would I be saying it that way? It's almost like he's either so arrogant and out of control that he, he's gotten away with it. Cause he admittedly in his own words, writes it down that war is sexual and killing another human being is satisfying. And he quotes, I think at the end about, you know, I've gotten away with it with being gay. 
and I cringe and go, yeah, I can see how someone could see that you're fucking guilty, dude. And that you got away with murdering your wife. And I totally understand that people think that Mike Peterson killed his wife. Oh yeah. I can see how you can see that all day long. Here's my thing though. If Mike Peterson actually killed his wife, no one was able to actually realistically show how he did it. Yeah. And that, and if, if that's the case that, that he was, he's really, you know, a diabolical enough to pull that off, you know, then fuck dude. Look, I mean, karma's going to come back somehow, and yeah. you're going to get it bad. But just but by, you see just what I'm by, saying, yeah, just, like, yeah, I don't, yeah, exactly. Just what you're saying by physical evidence. It I would have like, look, if I'm if I'm the prosecution, if I'm the police, and I if I walk into that room and the way they were bird dogging him and they were all over him and they feel like he did it, word, then I would have been so careful to detest that blood. I would test I, there every been, there single thing. There would have been 17,000 pictures from every angle on every fucking thing. I wouldn't have been asking Deaver to come up with evidence to prove my point. And again, am I in law enforcement? No. Am I in law enforcement in Durham when this, when this crime happened? I am not. Yeah. And the, and the, and so the, I, can, yeah. I can yell back about, y'all need to insult me. I know exactly what I'm saying. But here's, here's the feeling. And they're just feelings. Fuck your feelings. Um, is that I? My gut is that I just don't think you did it, man. If you're gonna murder your wife and you're a guy with a big fucking fancy brain who can imagine all kinds of scenarios. I feel like you wouldn't do it this way. Now, you can argue crime of passion. They've been drinking. She finds out about the computer emails and, like, the hardcore sex and confronts him, and then he has shame about it, and he kills her. I can roll with that one, too. Yeah. Okay? Let's just say that's what happened. Him and Kathleen are talking to the wee hours of the morning or long around 2.30, whatever. And she says, hey, I found these gay escort things. She finally screws up the courage to go, I found that you're soliciting sex and what the fuck, yo. Right? And they get into a, a squabble in the kitchen that leads into that bottom of that stairway. Right? Somehow I'm feeling like this guy, being who he is, is closeted for as long as he is. Does he commit this sloppy crime? Maybe. So let's roll with that. How does he kill her? Does he tap her on the head with a blowpole? I don't even know what a blowpole is, so I, I don't even know how that... I don't even know what you use it for. Yeah. But a can- Candace gave it to yeah. to people in the family for Christmas. It's very handy and useful so, for whatever reason. So, so I totally understand the police, even if they don't, even if they liked you, rolling to that crime scene and going, "You just told nine one one that you were breathing, and now she's not." I can see it from clearly from both sides but for whatever crazy reason and it's not because i like mike peterson i don't know him no 
And and from what I see, I mean, I wouldn't want to hang out with the dude. I mean, what? I don't even have that opinion. No, I don't. But, one way or the other, like, it does. It's not even like factoring into it whether I like him or I don't like him. I see how he's not likable, and I also see how he loves his children and his grandchildren. I see how no. he's a good dude in a lot of aspects. But again, I don't even have a personal opinion about him. I'm just not. I don't have him for this murder this way. No, they. Ha- I mean, from- I don't see it because no. because here's what the state fucked themselves in the ass over is because they didn't do in my opinion good police work to do due diligence they had to bring in a guy to lie about it why are you bringing in a dude who has to make up junk science when you bring in a guy who goes this is exactly how you get that that blood spatter on the base of the stairs under the cat picture and otherwise i'm hiring henry lee i'm racing to that guy before David Rudolph can. Yeah, it's 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 it's. You know what I'm it, saying? It's yeah. simple. If this is what he did, prove it. Prove it, man. Come on, guys. You've it got looks, all the resources. It looks like bad police work that could have possibly led to a improper, um, a wrong conviction. Right. So why risk that? If you literally think that this guy literally did this, I'm sure they have lots of. Theories understaffment that we got to get a sure. win. The DA needs this. Sure. Well, dude, <laughs> Harden Harden ends up being a superior court judge, so you know he's not losing out. I Personal, think- yeah. If you you, you want to move up in the world, so you 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 got to get this conviction so right. you can get that next office. I but mean, I see I see the weariness also in like Orlando Judge Orlando Hudson's face at the end of this. It's like, please just shoot me, shoot me. Put me out of my misery. Also, while admitting that I should not probably, as a younger judge, uh, allowed for uh, Liz's case to be... Um, yeah. I mean, because as soon as we hear another chick fell at the end of a staircase, we go, oh my God, he's done it again. Yeah, then that's, yeah. The, that's the natural thing. Yeah, of course. And you're like, oh my God, he, he killed this bitch too. And I know that sounds crazy for me to say this. I honestly don't... I don't know why or how. I just don't think they're related. Yeah, and, and it, it, it's like I don't you know? I mean, I, I I'd have I haven't you know? It, it's just in, in something is up with that first wife. Though. In the court of law, it's like wrong. it doesn't have any bearing. It's, it hasn't you know? It's not you know? It's not. Um, there's no precedent. The only thing I came away from this, though, ultimately, Mike Peterson is guilty, not guilty, and people are going to argue about it. Um, for as long, long as I give a shit, like literally in uh, four or five short years, no one will talk about it at all. Um, or whatever people like lose interest and in other shit happens. Yeah. But I'm just saying at some point, no one will give a shit about OJ and all that kind of stuff. Like no one will give a shit. I'm just saying what it points out very poignantly is how political these things are. And how Mike is right, and you brought it up earlier, if you're black, you don't even get this much, you know, rope. Like, they, you're fucked out of the gate. You just go straight to holding, and they just process you, and then you'll just sit in Rikers or, you know, Lompoc or wherever the fuck you're going to sit until they decide three, four, seven, eight years later to even remotely try you. 
you know, I'm not scared by horror films. I got to tell you, like I can watch a horror film all day long and a creature comes out of the swamp and has like a weird neck and crawls on the ceiling and like walks backwards and everybody screams. That does not scare me. What scares me is shit like this where there doesn't seem to be a due process. There's this playing at constitutional rights and it scares the fuck out of me. The fucking state is all powerful. Right? And they, like you said, when we were watching this, they will never admit when they're wrong. They're not going to. I mean, the, the Deaver thing was kind of extraordinary because Deaver was like, what, over 200 cases where he's falsified information, blah, blah, blah. And then it's David Rudolph's guy who says that he's only been in person on 17 cases, like in person, 17 cases, but he's the expert. And never one of those was a fall. These are people who are not after the truth. That's scary. We have these kind of, I don't, because I'm Generation X. That's the generation I claim. But there's a lot of people who believe that we're living in fucking Mayberry and we need to get back to Mayberry. No, bitch. We've never been Mayberry RFD. Like, we have never been. Is it RFD? Did I just make up RFD? I feel like that's a weird thing to say. Um, Mayberry. We're not in a Mayberry, and we never have lived there, and we, we, we won't live there. And I feel like the way we perceive how things are supposed to be and how they actually are are diametrically opposed. When I feel like this happens more often than doesn't. And again, like we said, yeah. with black, with black people, with brown people, with people of color, cut to black, cut to like, you're fucking done. This guy, at least at the end of it, at 70 something years old, please Alfred out and gets screamed at by her sisters. And I felt their passion and, and completely understood it. I do. This guy gets to live out the rest of his life. I feel like if I was Mike Peterson, I would disappear and just stop talking about it because throwing more words at it is not going to help anyone. Yeah. Get out of the spotlight. Enjoy your kids. Enjoy your grandchildren, your great grandchildren, if you're lucky enough. But also know that, you know. The system is scary. It doesn't always work on your side. It doesn't work on your side in so many cases. And he had money. But I think what happened was two things. He criticized the system. And he was a closeted bisexual man. And I don't think he told his wife And I don't think she knew. Even saying all of that, did the man murder his wife? I mean, I've known a lot of psychopaths and sociopaths in my time. Like, true covering news back in the South. And, yeah, for a national organization and and several smaller local organizations... 
He just doesn't strike me that way. He strikes me as a narcissist. He strikes me as someone who's... Yeah, I can get how people would find him unlikable, but is he a psychopath, a sociopath? I'm not feeling it, and maybe I'm as wrong as wrong can be. That's just our opinion. And it doesn't even matter, though. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Because justice has been served, and things have happened, and... I just think when I come back around to it, like I've said earlier a couple of times, is if you had him on it and you knew you could nail him for it and he did it, why not take the time to actually nail him down? And you could have, like, dived around David Rudolph and call him slick and still come in with, like, real science. Um, The fact is they either weren't interested in the truth and they had already made up their minds or they couldn't prove it, and they knew it, and they pulled a they pulled a thing, and it's scary. This thing is like a horror movie to me. It's what makes me want to watch Pose. Any last thoughts? I don't know. No, it is a scary thing. It's just it just makes you think about. You know how easily you can just get fucked. Easily. You know. And, 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 you know, compound that on how easily and fragile you are just existing. So, yeah, that's... uh, I got to tell you, my boogeyman ain't monsters. Shit like this. Just scared the hell out of me. Like so many things. Okay, so we're gonna be back soon. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be more frequent on the podcast. Yeah, um, be stepping up with a lot of stuff. Maybe a season may not be over. We're gonna take a, have a take on things. Ian's still pouring through Terrace House Aloha State. I know that happened in 2017, but it's kind of prepared. He he wanted to stop watching because he was getting really emotionally invested in everyone's lives, and then he realized that I told him I said you're quitting at a certain point where way before Sherry even got into the house. We'll talk. We'll so, talk about that when we talk about the newest uh, Nagano. Yeah, we're, we're going to do opening doors. Yeah, and when we do opening doors, because uh, Netflix is going to release that last section, and then we can get into Aloha State. But so we have a lot of things going on, and uh, yeah, the summer is in full sway. But just know, um, more podcasts are coming your way faster and sooner. Reach out to us if you want us to cover something that... Is there something you want us to watch that we're not watching? Um, I have a full list of things that I, I do watch. Um, but if there's something that's a little, little like unsung gem out there that you feel very um, personal about, please let us know. I'll watch it. Girl, I'm going to watch that shit. I'm going to watch the hell out of something like unique and not the beaten track. Um, what I do know is that uh, we love our time with you, and thank you guys for listening. Uh, I don't plug it often. I am really bad at plugging things, but here it is. We are Ashland Podcast on Twitter. We are Ashland Podcast on Facebook. Please join us. Pretty soon, we're going to be doing music reviews, something I've been doing with Scallywag Magazine for, I don't know, since 2012. We're going to cart those reviews over to Ashland Podcast, um, if it goes that way. And we would love for you to come over and like uh, see what we're talking about, indie music and indie artists, and talk about their work. So that's coming soon to Ashland. Uh, and join us with that. Um, 
at least on ashlandpodcast.com, which is our website. Go and visit over there. Um, it's a quiet, uninterrupted space that is not just riddled with push ads. We don't even have any advertising, which we kind of love. We try to keep it advertising free uh, for now. But seriously, if y'all like in the vodka industry, um, weed industry, you want us to push your product, we are straight up here for you. All right. Uh, love you guys. Take care of yourself. All right. And just seriously, seriously, just be careful out there. Okay. All right. We love you. Peace.